Hello and welcome to The Automators. I'm David Sparks and I'm joined by my co-host, Rosemary Orchard. And this is The Automators, where we talk about how to automate your technology to do your work for you. Hello, Rose. Hey, David. How are you? Good. Uh, This week, we've got a fun episode. OmniFocus 4 has released and boy, there's just a bucket of automation attached to that one. So we thought we would... Oh, uh, yeah. We would give it some time on the automators, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking about that. Uh, on the bonus section, uh, Automators Max, which is the uh, ad-free extended version of the show, we're going to be talking about Vision Pro and automation and kind of thoughts around that. So that's going to be fun today. But but let's let's get right into the meat of this one. Uh, OmniFocus 4, I guess we should give it a little backup or background. You and I have both been avid OmniFocus users for years. Um, oh, yeah. I I went on a bit of a spirit quest looking for alternatives over the last year. You know, now that I'm not a lawyer, I thought, well, maybe I don't need something like OmniFocus. Let me see what else is out there. And um, we we've gone over that on the Mac Power user, so I don't need to restate mm-hmm. it here. But there's a lot of options, but ultimately, I still love my OmniFocus, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's still my app of choice for for task management. But um, they've been working on this version four for I don't know a couple of years now. This one took a while, but it was a big switch. It went over to Swift UI, and I think it's probably the highest profile, most complex app um, to make the full switch to Swift UI. Would you agree? I don't really know. With it, I haven't really kept that track. I don't know if there's something else bigger out there. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think it probably is. You know, it's it's one of those things where you know, even if a brand new application ha- was written that was huge, um, you know, like I don't know, Logic or Final Cut Pro or something was written like in SwiftUI. Those are bad examples because. Um, like they already exist. Even if something brand new was written in it, it wouldn't be the same because Omni Group had to deal with here are all the features that are already exist in our app and we know our customers use them. So we have to keep the features. We have to keep things familiar, but we also have to make everything work. And I know that they definitely ran into some issues at various points. And, you know, I'm sure they had to file some uh, some bug reports with Apple to try and get some things fixed um, in, uh, you know, Swift um, UI or, you know, try and work around it. But I feel like they've done a, a really good job. And it shows with the universal unified UI that you get across all the devices now. So it's got the Swift UI, which gives it kind of the foundation to work across all Apple platforms going forward. So if they want to add a new feature now, it's not like implementing it three times for iPhone, yeah. iPad, and Mac, or even Vision Pro going forward. Once you make the feature, it just kind of you get it for free everywhere. And that's the big benefit of it. But it, it was a big job getting that out. But it, there's also an automation story to this. And and I want to get into that, but maybe we should just take a, another minute. In addition, OmniFocus 4 has it's got an easier user interface, and they've added several features. But but this automation story to me is the one that I thought, especially on the automators, we should talk about. Because this is not a small leap with automation, what mm. they've done uh, with all the various platforms. No, no. And, you know, just by starting by, you know, with, with something. So they've... They've, um, you know, they've done uh, some things where, you know, they've just increased and improved what was already there. So, for example, keyboard support on uh, iPad um, and also iPhone, Um, you know, like there was already keyboard support, good keyboard support in OmniFocus 3 on the iPad. But now there's full keyboard navigation support, which means that you can jump between elements uh, and areas of 
OmniFocus without reaching for a trackpad or reaching to touch the screen. And things like that really do make a difference. And you might be thinking, that's not an automation feature. To me, that is an automation feature because for me, the best automation is jumping back and forth really quickly between the things that I need as fast as I can. Um, and so, you know, there there are lots of things like that, which has just been significantly improved that makes my life a lot easier. And I really love that about it. Yeah. I mean, and to me, the big one is the OmniFocus JavaScript automation, you know, flavor yeah. that they've built. And this, you know, I want to give a lot of the credit to Sal Sagoyan, but I know that it was the Omni Group too. But they, they came up with a new automation language in essence. It's it's a very it's a flavor of JavaScript, but it really applies to Omni applications. And what the effect is, is you can essentially build any feature you want in the app if you have JavaScript skills. Um, but mm-hmm. they've also pre-populated it. I've lost track. It's over a hundred new features that you can add just by implementing one of these JavaScript implementations. And the beauty of it is it doesn't just work on Mac. It works on all platforms. And so you add a new feature and the feature works on iPhone, iPad, and Mac, and hopefully future platforms as we get to them. And it's just, it's just all there. And like, I don't think I've ever seen this in an application. I mean, we've always had Apple script that gave you the ability to do certain things, but this is like next level. Yes. Yeah. I think, you know, so, so they've added a library, um, essentially where you can, you know, there's four library that is OmniFocus, Omni, uh, Omni Outliner, Omni Graffle and Omni Plan. And they all have, you know, they're sharing a lot of common things. Um, but then, you know, they've all got their own specific things. So for example, Omni Graffle has got a lot more to do with, um, you know, adding, uh, images and 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 shapes and manipulating those versus you know omnifocus which is about tasks and omni outliner which is about you know lines in your outline um but you know by by adding this and then they they've significantly expanded this in um omnifocus 4 as well which is really great and we'll have to get to the specifics of it you you've just got so much you can do now Drafts has been doing this for um, a long time, but Drafts is very specifically focused on text. And I've done some amazing and weird, wonderful things in Drafts, some of which I probably shouldn't have been using Drafts for, but that's the problem. If you give people scripts or a scripting language, they will use it for things that you never intended. So my my apologies to Greg Pierce for making his life difficult with at least one feature, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, the OmniFocus is the only task manager that I know of where you've got, you know, basically just the ability to get into your task database and monkey around with it using scripting that they've provided you with at this level. You know, you can create a whole bunch of stuff. You can have an automated cleanup that's like, hey, if I've not seen this in a year, delete it. Um, you know, I wouldn't recommend that you do that, but there's there's so many possibilities. And of course, you know, there's the ability to just go onto the Omni uh, Automation website and just download a bunch of this stuff and, and, and play with it without ever writing a line of script yourself, because you don't have to. A bunch of other people, including Celsagoyan, have done it for you. Yeah, there, there's just so much there already. Like one of the things I've always uh, worked with with OmniFocus is defer dates. Now I don't try to use them on all my tasks, but defer dates can come in really handy depending on what kind of, you know, custom setup you're using. And, and, uh, it's one of the features of OmniFocus that makes it, you know, the app of choice for me, but automating those in the early days was very difficult. You know, I wrote these really archaic, archaic Apple scripts that would 
go through and, and set it for a day. But it always felt to me kind of like throwing the dice every time I ran that script. And now, like using this new feature, there's there's already a script re- pre-written for you by one of the Omni people, a Christian. It's called, uh, what's this one called? Uh, date controls. And you just go in and you can attach, attach keyboard shortcuts to anything you want to do, like change the defer date to next week or change it today or move it forward an hour. Like all the ways you'd want to manipulate a defer or a due date is in here. And then using the script, you can set your own custom keyboard shortcuts for it. And then if you've gone, you know, full nerd and you've got yourself a stream deck, then you can set up a stream deck panel that just hits those keyboard shortcuts. And Mm. you can have an entirely custom OmniFocus um, stream deck board that manages dates for you. And this used to be really difficult. I I know because I was there at the beginning and um, now it's just a question of attaching keyboard shortcuts to a pre-written script and then, you know, hooking up the buttons. Or if you just want to use the keyboard, you can do that too. Um, you know, whereas lately I've come to using my extended Apple keyboard for some reason, I got it out and that number pad for an automator can be quite useful. Mm, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, it's amazing what trouble an automator can get up to when you leave them alone, right? Um, but uh, you know, it, you know, there's there's so many things that you can do. One of the things I do personally with Omni Automation and other similar things, I don't actually assign keyboard shortcuts to this stuff. I just have a shortcut using the the you know run um, Omni Automation plugin action um, for for these things, and then I can just run the shortcut um that will do that for me which you know that works as well and i've i've gone with that approach because it then allows me to um have like a a mini stream deck on the side of my ipad when i'm doing things on my ipad so i can just have shortcuts open on the right hand side of my ipad um and um you know just have that folder open and it allows me to do the same sort of thing which is really useful obviously i can run it through omnifocus directly but you know uh, this way, I, I have a similar uh, approach on everything. Um, but yeah, it's it's really great that we have these options. And, you know, there's so many sensible examples like creating packing lists for a trip um, or clearing tags from your selected projects um, or selected tasks or importing tags from a file. So, you know, if you've um, gone off on maybe like a, a Mike Schmidt style personal retreat and one of the things that you came up with was a list of, you know, tags that you think that you should be uh, using and you just type all of that up, you can just import all of those and bam, done. Um, you know, it's, you know, there's, there's so many things that you can tell have come from user requests here that wouldn't necessarily make sense directly in the application because it's a little bit too specific, like an Eisenhower matrix using tags, you know, where you've got urgent and important and, you know, not urgent, not important, and just figuring out all of that. Um, you know, that's not something that should necessarily be built into the app because this is OmniFocus. It's not an Eisenhower matrix task manager. Yeah. But it's something that makes sense for a lot of people and somebody created the script and it's available to download and give it a play if that's something you want. And I think that that's what makes it work so well for me, at least, in that if I temporarily need to switch things to using an Eisenhower matrix style approach, I can just use a plugin for that for a while and bam, done. Very simple, very easy. And if I then don't need it, then I can just delete the plugin and it's gone. Um, and yeah, that that makes it so much easier you know you can do a kanban view where you've got multiple windows open you drag things between the windows um and and stuff like that it you know it all makes sense 
to have, but not necessarily directly in the application. What are some of your favorite features with version four? Oh, I mean, I think like just starting with the unified UI, that's that's definitely, um, you know, one of the big things for me. But I, I think it's actually the fluid outline. So I did use the fluid outline when I first started using OmniFocus with version two. And then um, at some point I ended up switching to the column view where, you know, you've got, you know, your due date in this column and your deferred date in that column and your project in that column. And that just worked well for me for a, for a long time. But when they released uh, OmniFocus 4 with the new fluid design and the fact that you can customize it in different perspectives, that made things way better for me. All right. So fluid outline for me, agreed. And one of the really nice benefits of this is you can now really customize what shows up in it. Like I, like I said earlier, I like defer dates and now I can change them without going to the inspector. That's really kind of a form of automation because it's just so much faster. In fact, earlier when we were talking about the scripts I use on the Mac, I don't use them on the the mobile devices. And the reason is because with the fluid outline, I don't really need them. I can just tap over my finger and I'm off to the races. Yeah, yeah. And I think that 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 for me really is, you know, the the big feature. It's not an automation feature per se, but again, better UI is or an easier to use UI is a great automation feature. Now, if I'm in any view, I can just tap on a task and immediately edit, you know, any of the fields on it that show up. And I, you know, I've customized what fields show up. And in different views, as I mentioned before, you know, different perspectives have different fields available. So, you know, I tap on the eye at the top on iOS or click on it on on um, uh, Mac OS, and then I can edit, um, you know, the the layout uh, so that I see things the way I want to see them. I can just turn on a custom row layout, and then I can change it to have, for example, completion date show, which makes perfect sense in the perspectives that are created for review, but not in any of the other perspectives because they don't have completion dates because usually I don't see the completed tasks, you know, and I can customize whether or not I'm previewing my notes and stuff like that. And it all makes, you know, it's such a huge difference when you are trying to you know, get get stuff done. And that is what automation is about, right? Actually getting the stuff done. And for me, you know, it's become a lot easier with OmniFocus 4. Well, Rose, let, let's get over to shortcut support um, with OmniFocus because that's a big part of the automation support and it has changed with OmniFocus 4. Yeah, and I mean, it's changed, but it's not necessarily changed in a way that most people would necessarily see. You know, there's um, a lot of the the same uh, shortcuts actions are there. You know, there's something that came late to OmniFocus 3, um, you know, after Omni Automation came out, was running Omni Automation plugins and scripts um, as um, shortcuts actions. And I'm just going to stop for a moment to clarify the difference between a plugin and a script. A plugin is an Omni Automation, you know, script that you have installed in OmniFocus. It's in one of the folders that you've set to be linked. And an Omni Automation script, um, if you use that in a shortcuts action, then you have your whole script text in the shortcuts action. So it's not actually in uh, OmniFocus. Um, and this for me actually is a really useful little automation tool. Um, and the reason for that is very simple. There are some scripts that I want to have in OmniFocus, and I just want to be able to run them at any time, what, regardless of what device I'm on, etc. There are other scripts that I have around for, you know, sometimes just in case days um, or 
you know, I, I use these on a quarterly basis as part of that kind of review. So I want to save them, but I don't need that appearing in my face every day. And so for those, I've put those into shortcuts um, and I'm using the Omni um, uh, Run Omni Automation script uh, actions for those, which is really useful. The big thing that's happened with OmniFocus 4 is that you didn't need to go and edit all your shortcuts that were using OmniFocus automation or, or OmniFocus shortcuts actions in shortcuts. If you installed OmniFocus 4 and you, you logged in, got everything, you know, syncing and so on, then the OmniFocus 4 actions just magically replaced the OmniFocus 3 actions. And that was it. Like you didn't have to go and manually replace them or say, okay, if it's on this iPad, because I haven't updated that iPad yet, it, it just works. And that for me is like, Wow, you know that you know it's a feature that Apple um, and the Shortcuts team added uh, a couple of iOSs ago, but we haven't really seen it appear in many places. The only place I've really seen it happen before was in Things, where Things, because they have separate iPhone and iPad apps and separate and a separate Mac app, you know, you had to say, um, you know, if I'm on a Mac, use this action. If I'm on an iPad, use that action. If I'm on an iPhone, use this action. Um, but OmniFocus is, you know, uh, one of the first apps that I'm aware of that has actually used, um, you know, this this feature that's available to just give you a seamless shortcuts upgrade. And that that was greatly appreciated by me because I had one test device running an OmniFocus 3 uh, for a bunch of stuff. And then it, most other things were running OmniFocus 4. And the fact that my shortcuts just worked on all the devices, that that was really appreciated. And, you know, I've spoken to lots of people who've upgraded and they were like, yeah, the, all my shortcut stuff is just working. I expected to have to like go and rewrite everything and find a bunch of broken stuff, but it, I didn't. So that that to me is, you know, my favorite feature. Is that because of Swift Swift UI that it's working so well, or did they do something else? You think? No. So Apple explicitly added something where if you've got two apps by the same um, app developer and their shortcuts are basically the shortcuts action is using the same signature, um, then it is the same action. Like you know, like you, it's not just the signature; it also has to have the same parameters and uh, you know outputs and and things like that. But basically, if you have the same shortcuts action. Um, in this application and in that application, you know, and that application is perhaps intended to be an update for um, or a, a bigger version um, of the other one, then, you know, you, you it's just the same shortcut section and it will just run that one. So if you've still got one device running OmniFocus 3, then those shortcut actions will just keep working even though everything else is using OmniFocus 4. One of my favorite things to do is go over to omni-automation.com. And uh, I believe Sal is the only person writing those. I'm not sure. <laughs> but the uh, but there is, there's a couple things going on over there. First of all, he's added a ton of features through this new automation uh, JavaScript uh, scheme. And it's kind of fun to just go feature shopping. Like you go in there and you download a, an automation and just add a feature to OmniFocus. And it scratches an itch for you. Like I talked earlier about setting dates, but there's there's so many. Like I said, there's over a hundred here. Are there any rows that you are particularly excited about that people can just go download? Well, I mean, I wrote uh, a few of the the Omni automation scripts there, and uh, oh, Sal asked very nicely. Okay. Yeah, Sal asked very that. nicely if they if he could uh, include them on the site. To which, of course, I said yes. Yeah. Um, you know, so there there may be some other scripts actually included. Um, you know, from from other folks as well. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, it's things like toggling focus for folders and stuff like that. Um, so you know, I have 
um, certain folders, uh, nested folders, would you believe it, um, that have got, uh, you know, a, a certain groups of things in. And so I, when I'm podcasting, I want certain things focused. Um, and when I am doing my day job, I want other things focused. Sure. Um, and so on. So I, I actually modified the toggle focus for folders one because focus also works on iOS now. Um, and that's, you know, something that, you know, it took a while to get there, but the fact that it is here is, great and you know I, I i i love that so you know there's so many things have just sort of you know they they've turned uh the corner where stuff is you know stuff was difficult for a while and some of that was just you know legacy of you know people you know nobody imagined that the ipad was going to become an actual product productivity device for a lot of people um and so you know OmniFocus for ipad was good but it didn't necessarily have these features because when they wrote it in the the first time around, they didn't know that that's what something that was going to be wanted. And it sometimes you can program yourself into a corner. I say this as somebody whose day job is often dealing with the times that we programmed ourselves into a corner and having to to fix that. Um, it can be a lot of work to just oh add this feature that you already have on another platform. Eh, maybe not so much. Um, but yeah, there there's just you know so many useful things. And I've got you know I've got a whole bunch of things where I have something that will automatically just like clear out a bunch of stuff that gets added to my inbox because um the way that you add a task through the share sheet now um to omnifocus that's changed actually that's changed a lot um in omnifocus 4 previously it would pop up something and you basically just have like the title of the task and a note and that was it and that was all you could do with it um, and now it pops open you know whatever your default view in omnifocus is for a task so in my case that shows me the title um, it shows me a little flag next to it. Uh, projects, uh, or the project tags, the due date, the repeat date, uh, any repeat, and then notes. Um, and then also um, there's the option to add an attachment whenever I share something. And this is really useful, you know, for me because when I add things, you know, if I am going shopping and I, I check out the store online beforehand, I will just share a bunch of those links into uh, OmniFocus, and then I have my my Omni Automation script, which goes through and it looks at uh, the URL in the note, actually. And if the the note contains, uh, for example, ikea.co.uk or ikea.com uh, slash um, UK, um, then it will chain, it will add the ikea tag and move it to my shopping project for me. And this is the sort of thing that, you know, I was able to do in OmniFocus 3, but it has just got easier to do in OmniFocus 4 with the added features because now I can also reformat that note uh, to be rich text. Um, and so I can hide uh, the URL itself and just have, you know, the name of the item in there and things like that, which, you know, is just, it, it's the sort of thing that makes my life a lot easier and pleasant, more pleasant when I am just trying to, you know, get through, for example, Ikea really quickly and just get everything done. Yeah, like some of the things that I like in this list, and if you go to Omni Automation, they've got a page that gives you a list of all the plugins that exist that you can download. Um, there's a lot of tag management. Like if you deal with tags or want to deal more with tags and, and automate that, I feel like that's one of the bigger topics here where they've got things mm -hmm. going on. Uh, they've got one here called Create a List for Trip, but I'm guessing that might be one that you donated because I know you've done a lot of stuff on that. Uh, I, that one actually wasn't one of mine. I believe that was one of Sal's first uh, sort of examples of here's something you can do because having a template project that you recreate on a regular basis um, is 
something that a lot of people want. Um, and I personally do all of my packing lists in in drafts um, just because that ends up working better for me. But I use Omni Automation to create a travel project in OmniFocus and it has a, a, a task called pack for trip. Um, and that links to the drafts note that I create with all the packing information in it. Um, but it's a really great example of what you can do and something that somebody could edit without necessarily needing to know uh, much about scripting. You know, you'll need to make sure that you you quote everything that you you want in your example uh, project um, or your 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 template project. But that that's about it. Yeah, I, I did some like uh, where I made requests and Sal made tasks. So I didn't write them, but I had a, a, a role like there's a link back task where it creates uh-huh. a new task and then puts a link back to it. That's one I had yeah. specifically requested. And like, mm-hmm. like I like the idea of being able to link back to my tasks easily, and, and this does it. But the uh, just just really nice, you know, work for Omni Group, getting this out, putting together the structure to allow people like Rose and Sal to, to create all these additional features. And you too, dear listener, if you want to put some effort into it, you can, you can, JavaScript's not that hard. You can usually kind of finagle your way through it, but. I would also recommend, you know, writing into the Omni Group if there's one you'd like. A lot of times they're always looking for subjects to write new ones on. Yes. Yeah. The uh, Omni uh, Slack channel um, for users is a really nice place to hang out. There is a specific automation channel in there where Cell's hanging out. And uh, yeah, if people post requests, then often, uh, you know, like they'll say, you know, I'm trying to do this with uh, an automation script. How do I do it? You know, there'll be several people trying to help. Uh, with the answer and you know sometimes uh, Sal will just swoop in and be like here's here's the answer for you I just wrote it because you know I I, I was bored um, or something um, but you know there's people asking for you know things with OmniPlan and OmniGraffle and OmniOutliner too um, obviously OmniFocus you know that's that's the nerd uh, you know love one uh, so that's the one where people get really excited um, but there's examples in there um, for converting uh, spreadsheets uh, into markdown tables so that you can paste it um, into Obsidian or into OmniFocus. And that is the sort of thing where it's, you know, it's a very niche use case, you know, converting a spreadsheet to a markdown table to paste into a specific applications, something that not everybody's going to want to do or need to do. But if you want that, then, you know, there's a plugin for it. Um, so yeah, yeah, I love the Omni Automation. Uh, Omni Slack channel, Omni Group Slack channel uh, for automation. It's it's a really lovely place to just get ideas. All right. So while we're talking about uh, Omni Focus automation, I think we need to go to a few more topics. Uh, one of them is something that grew out of our show. Uh, I complained on the show, I don't know, about six months ago that, you know, the plugin, there was an Alfred plugin that allowed you to automate, you know, getting to a specific project or folder and OmniFocus mm. very easily, and it deprecated, and it just seemed like the guy stopped working on it. And then mysteriously, right after, Auto Automator, which is the internet pseudonym of Sal, uh, submitted to the uh, the Alfred people a plugin called OmniFocus Collection. Um, so if you're using OmniFocus, you can install that. Uh, I love it. I use it all the time, and it allows me once again to navigate into my OmniFocus database with the minimal effort. Yeah, and that is just something that, you know, makes lives a lot easier. And not only that, but this is also a great way to uh, see some of the ways that you can use uh, JavaScript uh, with OmniFocus as well, because there's JavaScript in the workflow. If you download it, then you can actually, you know, edit it um, and play with it. It's not, you know, just 
compiled in a way that is just like an application that you install. You can actually look at it and play with it and and change things if you want to, which is very, very useful and allows you to get as nerdy as you might like with this. Yeah. And then uh, also, uh, I guess we should check in. How are we doing uh, project and task automation these days? Like, uh, what are you doing when you add a new project OmniFocus? Are you automating it? And if so, how? Well, it depends on what I'm adding. So I have, uh, I'm, I'm going to start with my travel one because I feel like this is one that people will will just get um, uh, without me having to explain too much background. But with travel, whenever I add a new trip, um, so when I add a new trip, it usually starts by me uh, adding the trip in TripIt, which is an online service I use for for trip planning and so on. And you can just forward emails. It will magically just read everything, parse it out and shove it into a, a lovely digital itinerary for you. But TripIt also has a calendar, which I'm subscribed to. So I have, uh, believe it or not, a Pushka automation server on my iPhone. Uh, and it just sits there and it checks, uh, I think it's uh, once a day or so, it checks on this calendar to see if anything new has been added to this. And if it has, then it goes off into OmniFocus and it adds this new trip uh, to, as a project to OmniFocus. Um, and it'll put in, you know, the date of the trip um, followed by the, um, you know, the name of the trip because that, that's information that it can get out of uh, the calendar very easily. And then it will just create uh, a couple of tasks in there for me. Um, it'll create, you know, uh, create a packing list, um, you know, pack for this trip. Um, and then it usually creates uh, some some book travel and, you know, book accommodation uh, tasks and so on as well. But when it creates the create packing list tasks, because I'm a weird nerd, uh, I, I, I love being a proper nerd uh, in this case, uh, it also pops off into drafts and it creates my packing list. Um, and it in the packing list, it puts a link back to the OmniFocus project for me. Um, and then it gets a link to that draft. And so in the create packing list and pack actions in the note, there is a link that takes me to my actual packing list in drafts so that I can see, uh, you know, what it is that I need to pack. And that for me is one of, you know, one of the very simple things that I, I'm, I've automated. Uh, I say simple, it only adds a couple of tasks. Um, and it only, you know, uh, adds a single empty draft. It doesn't, you know, the draft has just got the name of the trip and a link back to OmniFocus in there and the task, uh, the tag of packing. But it makes my life a lot easier for the things uh, that I need it for, for that. So yeah, it means that I never open OmniFocus and go and look in the, uh, the, the, the travel thing and go, huh, this trip's not there. Why is that? Um, you know, I can also run that shortcut manually if I need to. Uh, but I find running it once a day usually works out just fine for me. Okay. So what I do is I like to um, run all projects through OmniFocus. And, and I've gone up and down on this, like some of the stuff, because I use Notion and Obsidian as well, depending on what I'm doing. It's complicated. But, you know, now I'm, I'm working with someone to, to help on some of the backend stuff. I need to have a collaborative place, but I still want my space where I know all my projects. And and so I set up a new project for, for basically every deliverable I make. Like this episode is a project in OmniFocus for me. Mm-hmm. And so what I do for that, and I, I've looked at different ways to create those. You know, Caitlin Solsky made that nice template um, automation. And there's a couple other ways to to automate it. But to me, it always comes back to shortcuts with the uh, task paper integration. You, know, you just create a a a project. You export it from OmniFocus's task paper, and then with shortcuts, it's very easily to to grab some variables. Like like for a podcast, 
It would be what day are you publishing, what day are you recording. And then you generate tasks all related to that, you know, like getting the ads done, getting the show prepped and all that. And mm-hmm. so I, I run a script in shortcuts that that runs a task paper automation, uses the variables I collect in shortcuts, and then it drops it into a folder in OmniFocus. In this case, it would be the automators episodes folder. And then uh, the last thing I do is I just open the folder using a link to the folder because you can do that in OmniFocus. You can link to anything. So I just open a link directly to that folder to see that everything landed right and I can make any adjustments if needed. And then all that stuff kind of feeds into a view, a perspective on OmniFocus that I call active projects. And so I can just click one button in OmniFocus and see all the active projects I have um, in there to get, you know, get rolling. That that's what I end up doing for a lot of projects. You know, I have, um, you know, because of the way that my my day job works, I don't tend to need to do project management uh, there. Um, in general, it's it's you know that is something that is managed in a system that I don't really have a lot of control over. But I'm I'm fine with you know it it working the way it works. It works for me, and it works for for work as well. Because you know sometimes the automation solution is that you ju- you just have to you know do whatever is. Uh, needs to be done with uh, you know the other people that are involved, but um, for uh, a lot of other things, you know, I'm I just create you know ad hoc projects, um, you know, based on you know a template which is task paper based um, in shortcuts, um, and you know shortcuts can pop up a a menu or a list and ask me to choose um, you know if it's a menu it'll be this or that uh, if it's a list it could be this this and this I, I tend actually to use dictionaries. Um, rather than lists, um, because then I can show myself a pretty name uh, for something, but give myself, you know, the the seventeen tasks or whatever it is that's associated with that. And yeah, for 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 me, the the other thing that I'm doing uh, automation wise related to projects, but not so specifically project creation, um, in um, OmniFocus is uh, whenever I start recording a podcast, I use a bunch to set everything up on my Mac. But one of the things it does is it opens. Uh, OmniFocus to the perspective for that podcast automatically for me so that I just have that available and it contains all of the projects, including my, you know, general for that podcast project, um, which is not related to a specific episode. So if there's something I need to catch up on with you, then I can throw that in there and then I'll see it because it gets popped open and put in front of my face uh, when we sit down to start recording. So one of my uh, one of my big observations as I looked at other task managers was the automation in OmniFocus makes it nearly irresistible to me because that's what I want. I don't want my task manager to be a thing that I spend a lot of time on. And when you hear us talk about it, it may sound like we do, but my point is uh, the fact that we are able to automate it means that we spend less time in it. And I really despite all the you know the time I put into learning it and kind of setting it up, my actually daily use of OmniFocus is to a minimum because most of the stuff is created automatically and it just works and it shows up for me. And it still keeps me on top of things without being mm-hmm. in the way. And I, I really like that. Yeah, same here. You know, I've spent, you know, probably, you know, theoretically too much time over the years, uh, you know, spent you know, tweaking my setup and, you know, adding automations to make sure that when this kind of event appears on my calendar that I have, um, you know, a a preparation list in OmniFocus for it and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, by investing bits of time here and there, you know, I I haven't had to invest whole chunks of time at any point. You know, I've, I've never had to sit down and spend three weeks setting up 
my system. That's that's not been it. Um, what I've what I've done is, you know, I've spent 20 minutes here, half an hour there, five minutes here, um, you know, noted down an idea there and so on. And over time, my system has become very fluent and fluid and easy to use. And that is, you know, what I what I need from my system because you know, I often have OmniFocus open in like a sliver on the edge of my screen just so that I can see what's going on. Um, you know, if there's a bunch of tasks to be doing. But at the same time, if I just need to be, you know, focusing on one particular task, that's what I do. And that's fine with me. And it works nicely because I don't have to go off and and think, oh, right, yeah, but I need to get these six tasks into the system. You know, I, I've automated getting the vast majority of things into mm. my system over time in various different ways, you know, and I've, I've experimented back and forth with using things like MailDrop and URL schemes and so on. Um, I should actually note there was a small, but potentially at least for one person breaking change, um, in the URL schemes, uh, in OmniFocus 4 in that things like opening the projects, uh, view on iOS doesn't work because there is no projects tab on iOS anymore. There's no specific view that's just your list of projects. Um, and there's no specific view that's your list of tags because it's part of, um, you know, the, the, it's a, it's a popover. Um, that's just, okay, help to help you quickly open something. It's, it's the quick open now. Um, and that may seem like that's a bad change, but I have personally found that that quick open feature, once I trained myself to use it, so I just hit Command O in OmniFocus for open, um, and then I can type, you know, the name of a project or a tag or anything, and it will just find it and turn it back to me, return it to me. It's kind of like having a mini Alfred inside of OmniFocus, but it's there on iOS as well. That huge game changer because that that has just made my life so much easier. Yeah, well, my congratulations to the Omni Group on, on on shipping this monumental Swift UI project, but also uh, giving us all this great automation. I think if you're looking for a task manager and want to use your automation chops, I don't know that there's anything better out there. Uh, uh, but but go check it out and see what you can do. We are the automators. You can find us over at relay.fm/slash/automators. If you want to talk about this, we have a forum, just go to talk.automators.fm. You can sign up for it right there. Uh, On Automators Max, we're going to talk about Vision Pro. Stick around. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Goodbye, folks.